diary was getting her back are mm-hmm. no worse than her going to his work. Right. This is the same as him right. coming he, to her school. <laughs> that has already been tit for tatted yes. after she goes to his work. To, to quote Willow, he started it. Yes, he did start it. <laughs> he did, I know. He <laughs> threw the first, whatever, the first punch. <laughs> yeah, so he says he's updating the software in the guidance office. Isn't that great? And he also delivers the upgrade yeah. cakes to a delighted Willow. maybe hack the guidance office records? And yeah, yeah maybe just a little bit. Buffy's... Well, he didn't have to. Joyce is just going to tell him fucking well, everything. Well, Joyce. <laughs> yeah, so he, he asks them to uh, miniature golf. Hey, you know who else will love miniature golf? The mayor. Oh, oh. Yeah, so if Ted is reminding you of someone, that's probably who it is, unless you have really strange friends. Um, <laughs> I mean, Dad, uh, yeah, Dad yeah. really likes mini golf. Hey, I, I love mini golf, too. Me too. But the general Ted yes. vibe is mm-hmm. very mayor vibe. Oh, yeah. yeah and then, mayor. so we've got another line drawn from, you know, Buffy to Faith right there. What mm-hmm. would happen if somebody fell in, you know, in yeah, sort of a, this yeah. kind of dad well, relationship with if, somebody who's like him? If Buffy was more vulnerable and, say, didn't have a Giles in her life, she right. might have fallen for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if she'd just eaten even one cookie. Yeah, just even a little <laughs> We must admire Buffy's pizza. ability to not eat food. I know, especially <laughs> considering that she seems to always be hungry. Yeah. Oh, my God. Faith would have been so screwed. She would have eaten, like, 20 of those I cookies. Know, she would have been like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> what? I, you're a great guy. Yeah. Kid. This is awesome. Hey, maybe that's how the mayor got her. Maybe you <gasps> fed her. Yeah, yeah, he, he's always offering. <laughs> Actually, people. no, that's true. That's how he did get her. He he fed her and made sure she had a place to stay. Oh my God, he used Demetorin. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I had to look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he used Demetorin. On well, her. I, I think I think he was Demetorin. I think I think yeah. that just just providing for Faith's needs. I mean, Buffy already had her needs provided for and has that's an true. ability to starve well, herself. And so, speaking of Freud, the hierarchy of needs. That was Freud, right? No, that was um. Oh shit. I forgot all my psych classes. It was okay. Who who are the ones? It was Freud and Jung. Jung and Menzel. Men, men. So I'm yeah. gonna Google okay, it. Okay, let's look it up. <laughs> yes, that hierarchy of needs. Of course, we know about that. Yes, the hierarchy. I'll sing a little, sing a little song while yeah, you look that up. I only, <laughs> I only basically got like all of my classes for a, uh, an associate's in child development while I worked at a preschool. It's, it's um, been Twenty years since my psych classes. You can tell. <laughs> Yeah, but you still got Latin, which is like... I had to dust yeah. off my Latin in a big way for a show called Buffy the Vampire a Slayer. A lot of us don't even have Latin to dust off. <laughs> Manslow! Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so the hierarchy of needs, should we just go ahead and... Is self-actualization, self-esteem, love, belonging, safety, and psychological? Is that what I'm thinking of? We could postpone until we get to the actual faith part, I guess. I guess so, I just I feel like there's because oh the it's, hierarchy um, of needs oh, it involves it's, like um, like food shelter yeah it's it's an yeah. archaeological or anthropological anthropological thing we'll look it up yeah. when we get to faith okay because we'll be talking about that a lot how they don't care if she dies yeah <clears throat> okay I, oh 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 yes um no <laughs> <laughs> oh no the hierarchy of needs is a five stage model here we go so the biological and physiological needs are air food drink shelter warmth sex sleep yeah and, and buffy already has most of those taken care of even with joyce kind of being spacey so yeah totally. she's not vulnerable to ted where faith didn't have very many of those thing, things taken care of at all and mm-hmm. so she was vulnerable to the mayor yeah so like if but that's like that's how you'd connect with somebody who needs that and then the next one is safety needs is protection from the elements security law or limits stability freedom from fear right and that's what she gets from giles buffy does yep and, and it's it's almost I mean, it's almost like a, a grooming sort of a 
a pedophilia kind of grooming sort of a thing. You know, you find what they're lacking mm. and then you give them that and they like you. And I mean, not, I'm not equating Ted to a pederast or, or the mayor to a pederast. Obviously that's not what they're about. Yeah. No. But, um, but it's sort of, it's the grooming thing. It's, yeah, totally. it's, Hey, I can, I can, I can get you in my corner if I give you these things. Mm-hmm. And Buffy just doesn't have a lot of needs that way. Yeah. But what Xander. She ne- yeah. Xander. Now, absolutely. Xander really does. No, no. That's why he latches onto Ted so hard. At the absolutely. Beginning. He is in the faith position here with Ted. Yeah, absolutely. Where, yeah, his home life is a wreck and, and Willow has all of these needs met. Mm-hmm. So she's not really that vulnerable. She's just kind of like, I want everyone to get along. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's exactly that. Yeah. So that's, that, so, that's you know, we, and we, I knew I was getting into something yeah, with the hierarchy yeah, of needs. Which is fantastic. And <laughs> and um and, and it's exactly what I mean they're they <laughs> I mean we'll we'll talk about this a lot more when Faith shows up and this actually starts to happen for real, but this episode is foreshadowing the whole Faith thing. Oh yeah, it totally the is. The person who's vulnerable to somebody like Ted, who's all fifties and all, you know, wholesome and stuff like that, is someone who hasn't had that. Who mm-hmm. hasn't had the shelter and the comfort and the food and ready yeah, supply. And then friendships and self esteem and you know, because you right. don't get esteem until you have all the basics taken care of. Right. That's why when people tell you you just need to have self esteem when you really need fucking food, right. you, you should punch them. <laughs> right. Like if you're like, I feel like I want to kill myself and they're like, you just need better self esteem. Like, no, that's <laughs> way higher up on this hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. than where i am right now right now yeah. i just need a hug yeah just just go down the list like yeah. do you have food okay yes do you have shelter okay yes mm-hmm. do you have emotional support okay you don't have that so let's do that exactly yeah, absolutely and yes. that's and that's fascinating that, that xander is latching onto it so hard and mm-hmm. faith will do the same thing with yeah the totally well mm-hmm. yeah and he would and he's also eating as much as he can because i don't think xander gets fed well he seems to he gets power bars yeah he gets that's power bars and and uh yeah and whatever willow's got Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see exactly the same thing with Faith, who stocks up on food when it's around. Yeah, yep. and isn't it funny that those two hook up? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, uh, so, so yeah, so this, obviously, as we've been saying, <laughs> this, <Yes. laughs> this Ted Mayer thing is not a coincidence. Uh, it's just another bit of evidence that we should be thinking back to this episode when Faith begins her evil spiral and yes. find out why she Which does Which we that. will. We'll put a pin in that one. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to talk about that a lot. Uh, Buffy doesn't really think uh, this sounds like a, a, a fun fun time. Uh, <laughs> Xander is, of course, all about it um, for reasons we've talked about, mm-hmm. uh, especially after learning that there will be more mini pizzas and also cookies. Uh, Buffy says that they have a very important thing to do on Saturday and Willow backs her, but Xander doesn't at all. And he accepts for all three of them. And what the fuck kind of patriarchal shit is this in my show? Yeah, Xander. <laughs> Although Xander has a tendency towards that. He really does. He fights it. He fights it yeah. a lot, but it, that is ultimately like the knowledge that he has that capability is what ends Well, his, his, his big fantasy about Buffy was dampling her, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, as much as he tries to fight this, this is the world he grows yeah, up in. Absolutely. And, you know, if we're looking at formative stuff. Dominant and patriarch. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously abusive, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, also with the mini pizzas, Xander's mom doesn't cook. No one cooks in his house. So this is this might be one of the first home-cooked meals he's had since he stopped hanging yeah. out at Willow's all the time. So the best thing he's ever had ever is probably true. Yeah, like it changed his world because he hasn't had home-cooked food because he's not over at Willow's all the time. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, in the computer room, Giles has found Jenny Calendar. And welcome back, Jenny. Uh, he says that some of her books were dropped off in the library, and she says she'll send some kids over to get them. She's dismissive and avoiding looking at him, uh, as one would certainly expect, given their, given their current situation and how she's a double agent. Um, as he's leaving, she calls him uh, his, out for his excuse for coming to see her. He admits he had worse ones, but decided to use this one instead. <laughs> Which is adorable. It's very cute. He's really cute. Yeah. Uh, he asks how she's been. She reports that she hasn't been in mortal danger for three weeks and she could get used to that. Oh. Psh. Ow. Yeah. Show. Seriously. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. Just rub it in. 
Uh, she's still having trouble sleeping, probably for a lot of reasons she doesn't mention as well as the one Giles knows about. Um, he says she needs time and she tells him that she needs some space and she can't have him always up in her business. Uh, she says, you make me feel bad that I don't feel better. He apologizes and leaves and she sighs the sigh of shit. I'm an ass. <laughs> <laughs> a little shaky on the dismount. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At Angel's place, Buffy is tending to his wound. Uh, it's the one in his hand where, where the knife went through. Yes. Oh, um, and she's wearing white for the first time this episode. Interesting. Which means this is the only place she can relax. Gotcha. Yeah. She'll wear white again at the very last scene. I'll go ahead and mention that now. Get it out of the way. Yeah, because um, she's relaxed again. Yeah, because she's relaxed again. Mm-hmm. The Ted thing's over. But this is the only place where she can be relaxed and Interesting. calm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, very nice. And even innocent to a certain degree, which this is so, they're so sweet. I know, they are cute. They are so sweet in this rela- in this little relationship part. Yeah, it's and very, very cute. Yeah, his and they're getting they're getting comfortable around each other. Yeah, and they have and, a rhythm, like he's handing her mm-hmm. the, the tape for the bandages, like yeah. they have this very in-sync rhythm, yeah. and he's tapping her on the hand to punctuate their conversation, yeah. and I just die knowing what's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> but it is really, really lovely to see. It is. mature loving relationship absolutely absolutely yeah. uh and um so she's also of course complaining about ted uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna talk about anything else <laughs> uh, it seems that joyce is all about ted and getting on buffy's case about being sarcastic about the whole thing uh, which is what slayers do joyce slayers are sarcastic <laughs> uh, naturally while constantly complaining about ted buffy says she doesn't want to talk about ted all the time um <laughs> Angel's wondering if she's going to not talk about Ted for a bit, and uh, <laughs> then that maybe uh, he says that maybe Joyce is enjoying having Ted around, and how Buffy should be happy for her because loneliness is terrible. And I've got to disagree with Angel just a tad here because he's coming at this from the perspective of someone whose parents have been dead for a really long time, mm-hmm. and Buffy is still a teenager who needs her mom. Yeah. Um, well, and he never really seemed to need his parents. I think. No, no. I think Considering Liam he's and the Xander, one who killed them. Yes. Well. <laughs> I think Liam and Xander have a lot in common in I think their so upbringing. Too. I think so too. Yeah. Like, I think Xander, or I think Liam's dad would try to be a good dad, mm-hmm. but we're talking back in a time where good parenting was. It wasn't even a concept. Yeah. No, there I mean, wasn't. It was like, like you feed your kids and you, you're good. Yeah. You and know? like, spare the rod, spoil the child kind of idea. Right. Especially, we know that it was a Christian home. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be part of the reason that he has an issue with he's nuns. A, he's a nun fetish. Is yeah. He, if he's a vamp, yeah. a nun fetish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Angel does, and this this shows a wonderful sort of comfortable part of their relationship and how, mm-hmm. how it's maturing. He does get to the truth of things. Uh, Buffy was still hoping that her parents would get back together. Yeah. And she says that knowing he's not going to say anything back right. to her. She says she, it without reservation. She's in the safe space. Yeah. She can just say it and not get judged. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she agrees to give Ted a chance and we'll make nice and miniature golf and all that. Uh, she also says that she'll smile and curtsy and be a dutiful daughter. And Buffy is wise to what's going on here with the wholesomeness <laughs> oh. in the fifties. Oh yeah. All she needed to do was throw in only speaking when spoken to and she'd have it. <laughs> <laughs> she can't make promises like that. <laughs> no, she's a slayer. The quips just pop out of her face. <laughs> <laughs> so they they kiss for a bit and it, it's i mean if we mentioned it it's really cute it's a very cute scene uh at miniature golf xander is having a great time and joyce is going on about how great ted is and, and his cooking hair is very tightly curled mm-hmm. this is it's a lot more neatly curled yes it is yes kind of just all put together yeah just a little bit extra put together sort of she's looking a little more donna reed yeah yeah, yeah donna reed here <laughs> yeah but she and ted might i mention still not dressing like they're a couple yeah no there is no like they're they're not even quite opposites like it's, it's just uh, not it's good. a little forced it's really forced. and perhaps unnatural it's not good <laughs> yeah yeah we know they're not con- compatible it's not like the you know if you look way back 
when Xander had a stripe on his sleeve of the same color as Cordy's outfit, we could kind of track that going right. on. There's not even that level <laughs> right. going on here. It's just no. It was, yeah. It's a big no. <laughs> uh, t- Ted comments on Buffy's attractiveness, saying that he he's just sure boys are wanting to go out with her. Is that something that people say? No. No. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. Everybody in the scene acts like it's normal, but I've got alarm bells going off again. I know. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> well, and, and Buffy's in her animal print, so you know she's like ready to bite someone's face Slayer off. time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the look she gives him later. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That Slayer stare is so fucking scary know, sometimes. So Ooh. <laughs> Buffy says that a line of eligible boys isn't the case, and Willow jumps in to almost tell Joyce and Ted about Angel because Buffy's spirit has always had a hard time keeping a secret. But Buffy throws an elbow gently because Willow's not dead. Uh, and Willow <laughs> says it's all about school for Buffy. Then Ted comments on Buffy's grades, trying to tell, uh, trying to be all Mr. Stern Dad, and Buffy is so right to be irritated by this. She asks Joyce, what the fuck? And Joyce is all, oh, I told him, he wants to know everything about you. Yay. Great. Gosh, isn't that fun? <laughs> Buffy slayers her mini golf shot over the whole obstacle, since her emotions most definitely influence her powers. Uh, naturally, Ted calls her a little lady. Yes, and, and the, the two Scoobies take a little look. Yeah, they're like, oh shit, Willow Slayer. and Xander are like, um... Slayer! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joyce says they shouldn't count the Slayer shot, and, but Ted is all about the rules. Then he lectures Joyce, uh, Joyce on parenting, uh, which she she needs. I mean, I'll, she does. Yeah. Uh, but his lecture is about what we teach our what we teach her is what she takes out into the world when we're not there, whether it's at school or at an up- unchaperoned party. And... I would have just advised her to actually spend time with her kid. Yeah. 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 Uh, and okay. And while it's true that Buffy didn't do great at an unchaperoned party, she, <laughs> <laughs> she did have to deal with a pretty unusual situation with the giant demon snake and all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and I don't think Ted would be able to inform her about roofies either. No, no. totally not. No. <laughs> He'd be like, yes, you should take them. You should yeah, not. Yeah, do whatever should... those boys say. Yes. Um... <laughs> Uh, Ted says he doesn't mean to overstep his bounds, which he has pretty much jumped over and taken about That's 17 like very large steps into. Yeah, it's exactly what he meant to do. Yeah. And uh, he tells. I don't mean to be rude, but. I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to say the rudest thing you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> he tells Joyce that right is right, and of course Joyce agrees. We we know she agrees for some rather extreme reasons. Okay, so we're. We're going to talk about what's really going on. Uh, yes. So Ted has been drugging everybody with the food. Um, however, those those drugs are, as Willow explains later, like a tranquilizer. Make, it keeps you all mellow and compliant. It also shares a few components with ecstasy. Uh, so we can expect some degree of compliance, but this is a lot of compliance, and it's only going one direction. Yes, and it's not... The Scoobies aren't experiencing the they're same level They're just chill of and eating they're food. Just, yeah, they're happy to be there, and they don't want to ruffle any feathers. Right. But I'm pretty sure if Ted had actually hauled off and hit Buffy, Willow would have clocked him with something. Yeah, the, and she would have done yeah, the, like, that would have been a whole thing. different thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when Joyce agrees with Ted and takes Ted's side against Buffy, that, at least to me, seems like she's going a lot farther than just being mellow. She's siding against her own daughter with some dude she barely knows, probably for the same reason that she's been avoiding Buffy. Yeah. Uh, and she really has no idea how to handle her daughter, who, despite having a tendency to be rude to other vampire slayers, is a really good teenager. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. And Joyce and She would sneaks out of the house successfully to, every to night. To save people. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't drink, doesn't do drugs, right. still a virgin, she's and then still, comes back home and still manages to get to school on time. Like, I know. She's a good dude, kid. I had MTV and I couldn't get to school I know. On time. She is a good, <laughs> she's a good kid. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Joyce would know that if she wasn't always elsewhere. 
Uh, Joyce seems to want someone to swoop in and handle her kid for her, no matter what that ends up looking like. And if you think this episode isn't a big deal, look in the later seasons to see how much Buffy has learned this from her mom. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because she does learn. She learns to have somebody else take care of it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, apparently Buffy playing her shot from where it ended up uh, was, was a huge deal that will determine the rest of her life. So Buffy goes off to find the ball. Ted and Joyce <laughs> smile at each other as if they've just won a battle, even though you'll know Buffy was going to do that anyway before Joyce started talking about not counting the shot. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and also Buffy's ODD has kicked in. Oh, the defiance is <laughs> not, as, not as bad. as She is making nice. She really, mm-hmm. really is. Really, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like she's not. I mean, she's nicer to Ted than she was to Kendra. That's true. <laughs> like by a mile and a half. Yeah. Um, Buffy probably wanted to get this experience over with as quickly as possible, and also being a teenager with defiance disorder, uh, drops the ball in the hole and announces her hole in two. Uh, Ted and some ominous music have been hi- have been watching her, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> They have. It just pops right up. <laughs> and, uh, and she's, she's busted as though that means anything at all. Uh, Buffy's all so fine. Do whatever with the stupid score thing. And Ted says she's missing the point and launches into a rant complete with smacking himself in the leg with his own putter. And ow. Yeah. Those things hurt. You sure would think that would hurt. Yeah. yeah. The rant uh, contains little lady and right is right again, plus wrong is wrong. Uh, Buffy points out that it's a game and Ted said he's not wired that way and Buffy is becoming a bit more concerned now that she's noticed the way he's hitting his own leg with the putter. Uh, and Ted says it's not a game, it does count and he doesn't stand for that kind of malarkey in his house. Uh, Buffy responds very reasonably to this craziness, pointing out that she isn't in his house so much as on a miniature golf course. And Ted ups the crazy, inquiring whether she'd like for him to slap that smartass mouth of hers. Buffy is understandably freaked, and Ted switches over to nice Ted when Joyce, Xander, and Willow approach, announcing that he made some chocolate chip cookies. Ah, oh, fun! Drugged, drugged cookies for everyone. Yes, Yay. because just in case they might have seen or heard something, because they were only, uh-huh. I don't know, five feet away. Uh-huh. Drug them up. Some drugs. <laughs> yep, drug them <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, Buffy has a moment of what is probably a whirlwind of what the fuck, <laughs> while everyone digs into the cookies, and Joyce tells her how good they are and encourages her to eat some. Yeah, have yeah. this Kool-Aid. It's fine. It's, it's great. Just great. drink it. Drink it. <laughs> <laughs> In the summer's home, Joyce is cheerfully making breakfast. Buffy goes to uh, oh, for... Oh, Joyce hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This the is hair. the Joyce hair. Yeah. Okay. This will last the rest of this sequence. Yeah. It is straightened. It is curled under. And we have the bangs. This is straight up 50s mom hair. The, the super Donna Reed. Yeah. Super Boom. Donna Reed. Even the shirt is very... I've um, I've, yeah. I've heard rumors that Donna Reed was a potty mouth, and I love okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I bet she was. But yeah, so it's that's that's what Joyce is channeling here. And then Buffy comes in in like mom clothes. She does. She's yeah. got the Joyce outfit on. Mm-hmm. We'll see through, but you know, still Buffy. <laughs> still Buffy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's not going to be totally mommed out. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, so Buffy goes for a bite of sticky bun until Joyce tells her that Ted made them. Joyce is offended that Buffy won't eat Ted's food. Buffy gets justifiably snippy about Ted, and Joyce naturally chastises her. Uh, Buffy tries to tell her mom that she isn't a big fan of Ted, but Joyce says Ted went out of his way to be nice to her, and... Uh, as he should, Joyce, fucking A, being nice to the daughter of a woman you're dating isn't something, some super special thing. It's the way you should behave as a person. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> See, uh, the drugs aren't doing this. Joyce's mm. true feelings about her daughter are doing this. This isn't a give Ted the benefit of the doubt drug. This is just a drug that keeps you mellow and compliant. So we're probably getting a lot of truth about how Joyce feels about Buffy. 
sort of in vino veritas, but with tranquilizers. Um, <laughs> in in fudo veritas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Joyce says that she expects Buffy to treat Ted decently and and didn't like the way Buffy wouldn't talk to him. And, and Joyce, have you ever seen Buffy when she's actually rude? She's doing really well if all she's doing is giving him the semi-silent treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, actually rude is... is- Rude. Just ask Kendra. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call Kendra and ask her, hey, is Buffy rude sometimes? She'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> you <laughs> think so, do you? <laughs> that was a terrible Kendra. Anyway. <laughs> Joyce slips and says she loves Ted, and Buffy picks up on that in a big way. Joyce says she guesses she must love Ted because she hasn't had any other prospects. Okay. Okay, Joyce. Uh, well, that's also kind of a Buffy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But later, Buffy. Later, Buff- Buffy. Buffy will learn from that one, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Um, Buffy finishes the when you're a single parent part of Joyce's sentence. So she's obviously heard this speech before. Uh, by the way, uh, the picture of Buffy and Joyce is missing from the fridge now. Uh, mm. Yeah. Wonder where that went. Uh, Joyce says that Ted cares about Buffy. Otherwise, that would be a deal breaker. And I'm just going to go go and just doubt the shit out of that right here because Buffy says straight out that Ted threatened her and Joyce laughs. Yeah. Well, and also, so from. Um, the last episode, mm-hmm. you know, with the Dorothy Hamill thing, she says her parents were arguing all the time. Yes. And then they managed to stay married yes. up through Slayerdom and a little bit past, and then they got divorced. Yes. So what was Buffy's mom like to maintain that marriage in its terrible state? How did, you know, like, yeah. it doesn't sound like things were good. It doesn't sound like Buffy had a great childhood. Well, and Joyce was obviously screaming back a fair bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we don't get the... I mean, we find out, of course, that Hank is an asshole and totally mm-hmm. drops his kid. Um, but we don't get the impression that he was an abusive fuckhead, you know? No, no. He, 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 he and Joyce just... fought equally and they, yeah. you know, yelled at each other all the time. And yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was definitely willing to put her marriage with him over Buffy's welfare, absolutely. it sounds like. And absolutely. And so she's... I don't think this is outside of the realm of possibility. She's just doing it again. Yep, because she's just compliant and this is what she does mm-hmm. you know uh yeah <laughs> and and i mean the tranquilizers say that joyce should have been honestly more likely to believe buffy uh when she oh, talked yeah. about the you know ted threatening her just, it's fine i'm sure you misinterpreted yeah and 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 <laughs> and honestly but but it reveals more about how joyce feels about buffy because she obviously thinks that buffy is untrustworthy in the first place and while it's true that buffy lies quite a bit because she's a closeted vampire slayer uh we all know she's a terrible liar and she's clearly <laughs> telling the truth here and her mom should recognize that yeah um but no joyce denies that ted said that because ted got to her first and told her that buffy cheated at miniature golf which doesn't really address the issue and isn't ted just a wonderful guy and buffy and the rest of us are all what <laughs> <laughs> The stare on Buffy's face, the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, just blink, 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 like, blink. I can't even. What? Yeah. What the fuck is going on? She looks like she wants to go back to bed, lie down, and then sit back up to see if she dreamed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Was this a Slayer dream? This is a Slayer dream, isn't it? You sneaky powers that be, stop with the Slayer dreams. <laughs> Ted has told Joyce that they just have to give Buffy time to come around. Possibly he has a plan to starve her until she breaks down and has a cookie. <laughs> Joyce tells her that Ted's going to make dinner for them that evening, so Buffy had better be home at six. Yay. And then she can't understand why Buffy stops off, but she's eating Ted's food, so she's going to be nice and mellow up until <laughs> Buffy tries Christine to say more Sutherland words. Eating method. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I guess Christine Sutherland is, is a seasoned actress. She is. And 
you have to be careful when you're an actor to not eat too much in your first scene because you can have like 20 more scenes. Right? Yeah. So she picks little tiny bits up. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it it's is. Fantastic. It's fantastic. It's so funny. She has this very studied way of eating. Yep. Where it's just like these little bird nips. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't get sick of yeah. the food and get too full. Unlike Absolutely. Xander and Inca Mummy Girl where he just like shoves a Twinkie in his mouth and you know they have to spit that out yeah. and do it again. <laughs> I'm still yeah. resentful about those Twinkies. <laughs> oh, I'll get you Twinkies <laughs> for next time. Well, it's just terrible what they did to them. Poor Twinkies. They massacred them. We'll get, some, we'll get some Twinkies. You can make it up to them. Okay. You can cut them into little pieces. <laughs> no, I just eat them like a normal human does. I don't shove I, the whole thing in my mouth. Like it's to, weird. I like to cut them all thin and then get a scoop of ice cream and put a slice on top of the ice cream. Oh, yeah, that is good. With a little bit of strawberry and then eat it. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like pho with ice cream. and oh, nice. <laughs> Like you know, pho, to, but like, nothing like pho. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like you have to you have to assemble your each bite of pho. You can't mm-hmm. just like put it in your mouth. You have to like get True. it on there and then get a little like cilantro and a little bit of meat, a little bit of noodles. What movie is that where they talk about the perfect bite? Is that the mirror has two faces? I think so. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's like you have to assemble all of your, your bites with pho and then like the sauces, you can put some sauces on there. So that's just how I eat ice cream sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It works. It is. It's a lot of dishes. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm too lazy to do something like that. I open the Twinkie, eat the Twinkie, and throw the wrapper away. That's like how I do things. That works too. Yeah. At school, Buffy is trying to convince her friend, her best friends to help her investigate Ted, and I'm delighted to report that Buffy's response to Xander's snotty, can you say overreaction, is, can you say sucking chest wound? <laughs> you go, Good. Buffy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Get after it, Slayer. <laughs> they try to convince her that she is indeed overreacting, and they've obviously heard about his uh, Ted's, Ted's threats, and well... It's true that they are acting much more in tune with a mild tranquilizer. They still don't believe her, and that... Yes, it's gotta suck. That's true. But there's something creeping through because this is where Willow is wearing a very buffy lower half. Indeed she, she is. Has, this is the first time we've seen see-through tights on Willow. Well, and, and eventually, um, after Xander leaves, Willow will be the one who's willing to help Buffy. Oh, yeah. So it's it's sort of, it's kind of the spirit-heart combo that gets mm-hmm. swept up in the Buffy is perfect superhero. We don't really want to deal with her when she's not. Yeah, but But then when they're separated... Yeah, they do okay. Yeah, they but do. yeah, so Willow's. It's, Willow's it really top is when half. they're together. When yeah, they're yeah. together, it's such a bad couple. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes, do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> this is a horrible idea. We're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> is that a robot? <laughs> no, um, that's me. <laughs> so yeah, but Willow's top half is full Willow. I mean, it's it's dark Willow. You know, she's got not dark dark. Holy Willow. shit! They do have robot blindness. Blindness. They, they have total yeah, robot yeah, blindness. <laughs> blindness. Oh my god! Yes, it's robot blindness. Yeah, this robot will be a blindness. Thing. <laughs> Someone please make a band like a cover band called Robot, robot Blindness. blindness. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So Willow's top half is Willow, and then her bottom half she has a Narn skirt. Mm-hmm. Which, in case you skipped our little intros, that is one that shows the Narn if you move it's too wrong. If you go to kick a vampire, everybody will see your business. Yeah, and totally. I call it and a Narn. Yeah, so, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we call those Narn skirts. We Narn don't skirts. mention them very often because it's just... Well, we, we don't mention them when they're not important to the yeah. characters in the costume. And that's it's even in our rules on our website. Um, mm-hmm. And as we explained in our, our first episode... Um, so it's on our rules. We're not going to talk about the costuming unless it's important. And here, it's really important. It's really important because <laughs> this is something that's patently Buffy. She wears all the short skirts. Mm-hmm. And so Willow all of a sudden is wearing a short skirt and see-through leggings with mm-hmm. little high heels, not sneakers. Yes. So this is really unusual for Willow. It's like Buffy is stifling herself. She's wearing a Joyce outfit. She's stifling herself down. She's trying to be an adult. And then we overflow into Willow, mm-hmm. the Slayerness. And it also overflows a little bit into the Shadow Self Cordy because Cordy's not... Unbuffy like either. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. She walks by and they're like wearing the same outfit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, she, like Cordy and Willow are wearing the same outfit. Like what the hell is that about? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and this, I mean, this whole thing, it's, it's, as, as we mentioned, uh, it's, it's consistent with Buffy's heart and spirit wanting to have a normal life and normal family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also consistent, uh, with Xander having a horrible situation at home and saying Ted is no big deal. Like, oh, yeah. hey, you're He's overreacting. Like, well, he cooks dinner. Like, how right. bad can he be? <laughs> right. And, and what? He threatens to slap you, but he doesn't actually slap you? It's yeah, fine. Like, please. That's yeah. like, that's like a good day. Right. <laughs> like, see those skewed perspectives that we'll yeah. be seeing a lot more later. Uh, Xander tells Buffy that there are things in life she has to accept. And Buffy, undoubtedly thinking of all the things in life she really has to accept, like probably having a very short lifespan and as a result of the most dangerous involuntary hobby in the world. <laughs> says that ted will not be one of those things <laughs> since xander has has been and still is still uh, chowing down on ted's tranquilizer cookies he compliments a passing cordelia on her outfit <laughs> and this pisses her off <laughs> he chases after her leaving willow and buffy to ponder what the deal is uh, cordy asks him what the hell is wrong with him since a compliment rather than an insult is the best way to toward him to expose their kissing situation to his friends in valium veritas <laughs> he uh, he promises that none of their friends will know and offers her a makeout session in the utility closet and she agrees <laughs> without any tranquilizers i might yeah. add <laughs> without any hesitation really either yeah, just, okay yeah, yeah okay yeah. <laughs> buffy is insisting to willow that something is up with ted and that her mom is being stepford level weird she needs help and willow agrees to help her because she's been separated from the heart mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not the bad combo anymore so willow is free to help uh, Buffy asks where, uh, ask her to find out where Ted works. Uh, Buffy infiltrates Ted's office, listening in on his sales call. He marks the latest sale on a tally board that shows him clearly ahead of everyone else and goes to lunch. A nice guy named Neil introduces himself to Linda, or Belinda, aka Buffy. Uh, see, and see, Joyce, she could barely lie about her name. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy comments on Ted's sales performance and Neil tells her that nobody beats the machine. Well, except for maybe the Slayer. <laughs> T- uh, Neil sing- sings Ted's praises about how he's great with computers and clients and admit he- he's-, he's bitter. Um, uh, Buffy prods for information, asking if Ted has ex-wives or families to support. Neil says that all Ted has is a girlfriend and indicates a picture of Joyce on Ted's frequently immaculate desk yes also in a sea of cubicles that are full of shit <laughs> well and I, I've, like, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've worked in the land of computers our cubicles are seriously like this like <laughs> there's all toys and random stuff and and it's and we would all think somebody like ted was very strange for not having anything on his desk oh yeah well it makes sense you, you have basically your own little bedroom yeah it, it, so and it's a computer it. a computer company a software company uh, let you have whatever you want Oh yeah, and toys, all kinds of fun shit. There's stuff you can, you know, peg your your office or your uh, your cube mate in the back of the head with. Yeah. Totally fun shit. You can get like an annoyatron to make a little beeping noise. Of course, you know? yeah, of course. <laughs> Put it in like a chair leg. <laughs> well, uh, the fun thing was we had the the uh, that was easy staples button, and you could record another voice on there. Oh, no. I record wonderfully inappropriate things on it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't mine; it belonged to somebody else. But yes, yeah. that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. I remember having one of those in a bag of garbage once, but it was like a bag of garbage that m- got moved around a lot before it went into the the trash. Mm-hmm. You know, like doing a big cleanup, and every time I set the trash down, was, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the moral of the story is it, it's fun to work in a software company. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Neil is really happy that Ted will be taking some time off for his upcoming wedding, and Buffy's shaken by that little tidbit, especially when she finds out it will be in two months. Neil spots his boss and takes off in the other direction. 
<laughs> and the uber boss too the uber boss <laughs> uh buffy takes a look at the photo on ted's desk and recognizes it is it is it wow Ugh, i got stuck <laughs> <laughs> did you short out i did i shorted out <laughs> must be contagious uh buffy takes a look at the photo on ted's desk and recognizes it as the same one from the fridge she takes it out and unfolds it revealing the hidden section that contains you know herself mm -hmm. uh, i guess ted isn't planning on having buffy in the wedding or like in their lives at all anywhere yeah, yeah. not on the earth possibly yeah <laughs> and like you it's really easy to find a, a photo frame that yeah takes probably whole, easier yeah yeah you actually have to work to get one of the little ones yeah you do and you had to work to like fold it yeah yeah at the summer's home ted is doing a little prayer over the food while buffy stares him down which is super awkward to mm -hmm. see it, like a grace in buffy yeah. It feels wrong. It does. And and Joyce has even given him a seat at the head of the table, which is Ugh. opposite of what I am assuming is Buffy's usual spot across from her mom. Yeah. Um and his, they sit uh, like in the corner together, but like yeah, in like a normal way. Yeah. And yeah. his prayer is just a tad passive aggressive too, encouraging God to help the people in the house to be more productive, more considerate, and more honest. Fuck you, Ted. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so so he's totally acting like he has a right to be at the head of the table and uh, is asking Buffy dad questions. And, and he uh, he asks if she learned anything at school that day. And Buffy and her kind of totally scary slayer stare tell him they learned quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> she, she intimidated us from your couch. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is a good stare. Yes, it it's is. a really good stare. <laughs> He asks Joyce, calling her Joycey, how the food is, and she raves about it, saying that every home should have one of him. Well, anything's possible with a proper assembly line, Joyce. <laughs> Which is a weird line. It's one of the ones that stands out. Absolutely. It's like somewhere in there. She's, no, Joyce, Joyce isn't has dumb. She just, Joyce just has Sunnydale syndrome. She's not stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm sure she has some idea. Mm -hmm. Um, they notice that Buffy is pointedly not eating, and I hope she's wolfing down burgers or something on the down low, because it's been days. Yeah. Well, uh, they they spend a fair amount of time next to the snack machine in Sunnydale, so... You need some... I mean, she's a slayer. She's high, a protein. Yeah. <laughs> she's some real food. She's, everybody's going to be at Willow's house having dinner. <laughs> That's true. Her mom's like, okay. <laughs> Well, but like our parents always made sure everybody was fed. Well, yeah, that's true. We could bring home anybody. Like, you have enough food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, do you need a couch? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ted tries to get her to eat because he would. Uh, he calls her little lady again and gets right into the patriarchal condescension. Uh, Buffy and her slayer stare would like to know if they're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Joyce says they aren't, but Ted is all, let me handle this. And uh, says that they're taking it one step at a time, but he's hoping that they will be soon. Buffy and her slayer stare uh, are not <laughs> pleased. And uh, Ted tells her it's okay to express her feelings. And Ted, trust me, that's the last thing that you want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Buffy says she feels like killing herself. And um, so we we're, we talked about this because we couldn't figure out what was yeah, going on. Yeah, because slayers can't self-terminate. No, it's never going to so, happen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Faith would have done it. I mean, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so we think that she's trying to get a reaction out of Joyce because mm -hmm. yeah, her cause eyes flick actually, over. Yeah, she looks at Joyce and like I think something? she's Hello? saying the thing to make the biggest impact. Yeah. Buffy does this a couple times. There's a few times that she says something that she, it's like She totally goes right for the gut sometimes. Yeah, boy. she goes yeah. for the jugular and she doesn't say, you know, she lies. This is one of the, the times she's actually good at lying. Because she's a slayer. Yeah. Like she's what like, she actually <laughs> wants to say is, I would kill your ass before right. I'd let that happen. <laughs> yes. Or and I'd just run away. Well, and we know that the slayer 
part of her is really good at lying. Mm-hmm. We've seen it do it before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ted calls her sweetheart, which is fucking creepy because he's not her dad and tells her that she needs to get used to him because he's not going anywhere. And John Ritter adds just the tiniest bit of menace to the facade of reassurance in this oh, line. Yeah. And it's really good. Yeah. Uh, Buffy asks Joyce uh, if she may be excused. And Joyce who is on tranquilizers, uh, manages to summon up enough oomph to angrily send Buffy to her room. Her daughter... Calling her little lady. Ye- oh, not uh, little lady, uh, uh, young lady. Young lady. Yeah. Uh, her daughter, whom she once checked into a mental health facility, has just said she wants to kill herself, which is so unlike what Joyce has ever heard from Buffy, and Joyce sends her to her room. Sorry, tranquilizers or not, fall in ecstasy or not, that is fucked up. Yeah. So in response to her daughter stating she'd like to commit suicide, Joyce tells Ted that she's embarrassed. Oh, God. Joyce. (laughs) Ted compares it to being in sales, and Joyce is reassured somehow. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe he's just really good in bed. Maybe he's just like... A machine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody beats the machine. Nobody beats the machine. Maybe he's just so good in bed that she's like scrambled. Like she can't. (laughs) Between that and the cookies, she can't. Yeah, like she just can't even. (laughs) So gross. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of because, like, he's there really late in the next scene. He's there really late. Yeah. And Joyce doesn't look dressed. And where did she came from? Like her bedroom. Okay. If Joyce could have sex after her daughter said she was going to kill herself, that is beyond fucked up. I could go check on my suicidal daughter, but I'm going to fuck this guy instead. Maybe he's that good. There's no such thing as that good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's not even... That's <laughs> just going to be like Faith's mom. <laughs> it's like a total true. nightmare. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. So Buffy is in the park on the swing and being very sad and cute. And we just... It's so cute. I know it is. And she's, all, she's trying to trap, trap vampires into taking take some crunchy beatings to make her feel better. Vampire. Yeah, vampires. <laughs> so cute and she's kind of infantilizing herself just a little bit she's Mm -hmm. going back to being a kid and and i mean understandably oh yeah (laughs) she just wants to she wants to go back and be a kid with her dad and live in la and not be a slayer anymore yeah totally understandable uh climbing back through her window uh she finds ted waiting for her he's also been uh, rooting around in her in her drawer of badass slayer gear which if anything should be reassuring for him i would think with crosses <laughs> and holy water i would hope in the situation that i was quick enough on my feet to tell him i was just coming back from church <laughs> i had to confess <laughs> i didn't respect my elders uh, buffy tells him he's way out of line snooping through her stuff and he tells her that she did the same at his office and as snart pointed out he started it with school. yeah he totally yeah. started it <laughs> and uh oh and he's he's got her diary oh, shit good. oh shit Great. <laughs> and he asks what a vampire slayer is a double shit and uh okay and this is another uh slayer equals queer comparison by the way you can see this exchange going exactly the same way if ted read in buffy's diary that she likes girls because he's mm-hmm. a very 50 sensibility uh she says it's none of his business and i wonder if buffy didn't use code words um in there because she's secretly hoping that joyce has has uh, will read it perhaps oh hmm. i mean she doesn't say because i'm a not not a vampire slayer that's probably how buffy would lie about it because i'm not a vampire slayer yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um 
So I'm, I'm, I'm also wondering if Joyce has read it and has just avoided it right out of her mind. Because um, Buffy yeah. just, she puts, if she's got Vampire Slayer written in her diary and she leaves it in full view. Like, we've well, yeah, seen that she, she doesn't hide it. The angel was going to, yeah. or the angel read it. <laughs> so she wants Joyce to read that thing and read about yeah. Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ted calls her little lady again, uh, saying that everything she does is now officially his business. She tells him to get out of her room and he gets in her face and asks if she'll slay him. Well, yes. And Ted... <laughs> That's exactly what she's going to do. So glad you asked. Yes. He tells her that he's real, unlike the things in her diary, and that unless she does something he said, everything he says, uh, he will get her committed to a mental hospital, you know, like her parents did before. Yeah. Uh, since Joyce has told Ted everything about Buffy's grades, and because she's been made mellow and compliant with by the tranquilizers, there's a good chance she also told him about Buffy's stay in an institution. Which makes it even more disgusting that he uses this as leverage. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just, the whole thing is gross. And it's just like, it's just like, um, you know, with the queer thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll take you to one of those. Absolutely. Or well, whatever, and, like the, and in the, the 50s, re-entrainment. in the 50s, gay people had lobotomies. That's true. They were forced into lobotomies. Yeah. He's from the 50s. And this is exactly what would happen if Buffy had said she liked girls in her yeah. diary. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he tells her to sleep tight. Uh, by the way, that's what Joyce told her in Schoolheart and what Buffy told Angel in Angel the episode. So it seems to be Ooh. what they say in her family, and that makes it really creepy when Ted says it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she stops him, demanding her diary, and he slaps her, knocking her off balance. Buffy is rather delighted by this, saying, <laughs> I was so hoping you'd do that, and punches him. He knocks her. Uh, uh, he hits her back and knocks her down, so obviously she realizes by now that his strength isn't exactly normal, but she still absolutely believes he's a human. Uh, he picks her up off the floor and she starts beating on him. Uh, Joyce chooses that moment to come in, of course. And yes, she she's under the influence. But all she really says is, Buffy, stop that. And um, what what do we think of that snort? I would think that, that what yeah. the fuck is going on would be yeah. one natural or, reaction. What are you doing? Yeah. Or anything else. But just Buffy, stop that. That means she knows. She's read Buffy's diary, perhaps. Yeah, she's read Buffy's yeah. diary. Or she knows that she sneaks out every night. Yeah. Or something she knows that she's a vampire slayer she knows that she can fight she knows she knows yeah something is up because this is so the opposite no matter i don't know how i don't care how many tranquilizers you're on you come in and she can see the tail end of ted grabbing buffy and buffy turning around and and hitting him or kicking him and she immediately thinks that buffy is the threat yeah yeah she knows something and she's not asking what's going on what are you doing none of the normal what the fuck are you doing to my kid perhaps yeah yeah so yeah, or, you know, Buffy, where did you learn to be Bruce Lee? Yeah. You know, nothing like that. <laughs> I have that exact thing in my notes later. <laughs> Get out of my head. I wrote it first. You're in my head. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we actually jinxed each other in text message. Oh, it was awesome. We said exactly the same thing, and then we exa- we actually both typed jinx. <laughs> Like, at the same fucking time. It's, I, I'll put a screenshot on Facebook I or something. I almost peed my face. I know. <laughs> we didn't even grow up together. You're seven years older than me. Six. Six, six and a half. Six. six. Sorry, you're six years older than me. It doesn't matter. Potato, potato. <laughs> so, uh, so Buffy, um, well, she continues beating on Ted, knocking him in the, down the stairs, and Snart... I'm fair in saying she beats him to death, right? Yeah. Yeah, like this is intentional beating him to yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. It's she's not holding back. It could no. be I mean, this could fall under that um kind of not not crime of passion, but the uh manslaughter. Absolutely. Where I, you it, didn't yeah. mean to. Yeah. 
Um, but you just got carried away. But it's, it's. I, I think actually, I think it, I think it'd be third degree murder or something like that. It's, but it's sort mm. of a because she did intend to do bodily yes. harm, harm and he intended, died as a result. Yes. Yeah, because the intent was kind of the important thing, I guess, in, in as far as I see it. Because I mean, she, I mean, I mean, you know, he's a robot, so he probably kind of shorts out or switches off, like he yeah. claims and later. And if he had just um, like fallen down at any point, she probably could have stopped. I don't think she was going to stop. Oh, maybe not. Because yeah. he was back. He was going back, and she was still going after him. He wasn't coming after her at all. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and a normal human would have been dead or horrifically injured with the shots that she gets in. Because she's true. Yeah. Hard. So, so, general listeners, let us know what you think was going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if she would have stopped or not. Yeah, and I mean, she did it. I mean, totally attack the crap out of a human. Yeah. Uh, whether she intended to kill him or not, I guess, is the debate. But see, I guess my my head cannon because I don't get too upset about it. Well, I think he deserves the fuck. Yeah. Out well, of it. I mean, he deserves <laughs> it, but I bet the Slayer knew from the beginning. She knew something was up. The Slayer part of her. So I bet once she finally starts to hit him, Slayer takes over and says, "This is not a person." Yeah. Like the the Slayer has honed. Mm-hmm. She has not honed, but the Slayer has honed. <laughs> oh, I've and got evidence for honing in the next episode. It's so yay. exciting! I can't even stand it. That's exciting. I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, this, yeah, I think I think the Slayer part of her might just take over and means to kill him. Mm-hmm. So the Slayer would mean to kill him because he's not a person. He's not yeah. a people. Yeah. 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 She. Um, yeah. I mean, it's and because whatever it is, it's definitely premeditated. With I was so hoping you'd do that, and mm-hmm. um, and I mean, I'm going to say this later, but I really do not have a problem with her killing him at all. No, um, me either. But that's that's separate. <laughs> Yes. from what what we're really kind of the show is kind of dealing with um so anyway uh ted's at the bottom of the stairs uh, with joyce attending to him and buffy seems to realize that this got way out of hand uh especially so when joyce uh, looks at her and says you killed him she doesn't do a thorough examination she doesn't to be fair um <laughs> this is also though uh someone reporting that a slayer has killed someone who was in the scene but did not necessarily do anything yes <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the next time this happens, uh, the other person will have a little more culpability. Um, <laughs> police and folks from the coroner's office are crawling all over the Summer's home, uh, zipping Ted into one of the heavy-duty Sunnydale-approved body bags, patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy is in shock, sitting on the steps as they wheel out Ted's body. Or Do robots have bodies or like frames, chassis? <laughs> chassis. Yeah. Uh, no idea. Uh, oddly, there's a sign right next to Buffy that reads, No peddlers or agents, like no salespeople. Yeah. I guess not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Detective Stein identifies himself to Joyce. We can still see Buffy in the background looking like she's going to puke, and she probably would have if she had anything in her stomach for the last three or four days. Mm-hmm. After establishing that Joyce and the deceased were seeing each other, Detective Stein asked Joyce what happened. She, very much to her credit, or at least in my extremely skewed sense of morality that favors vampire slayers and all things, uh, covers for her daughter, saying that Ted fell. He asks if Joyce uh, knows what caused the fall, and Buffy tells him that she hit him. Uh, Joyce is sitting alone in the police station, and Buffy is inside one of the interrogation rooms answering questions. Uh, Buffy totally tells the truth about how Ted was in her room, and they argued how it wasn't the first time, how he threatened to slap her, and he had her diary, she had to take it, and then he really did slap her. And yes, Detective Stein seems to be kind of a dick at first, because it's very unlikely he knows that she's a vampire slayer. And he takes a look at Buffy, who is probably... What would you say? Snarred like 12 pounds? Yeah. 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 Uh, Maybe so. 14 after a big meal, but she hasn't eaten in a few days, so 10. Probably. She's 10 pounds. So, but realistically, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller is somewhere between your height and mine, 
I think, uh-huh. um, and when I had that build back before my metabolism hit my mid twenties, uh, I was probably about 120 pounds. Uh, so it's a bit under that. So let's say 110 pounds. Yeah, something like and that. And Ted is a pretty big dude, probably around twice her weight, I'm going to guess. Uh, so Detective Stein looks at her face, sees that there isn't a bruise, and then says it doesn't look like Ted hit her very hard. So must be okay then. Um, so in a minute, he will say that he realizes that he understands the difference in their sizes, but he's playing cop for now. Um, since he doesn't seem to know that she's a vampire slayer, uh, there's not a lot that a normal 110-pound person could do to knock someone twice her weight down some stairs. Uh, especially if the fight started in, down the hall in the bedroom, as it did. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that we should look for the metaphor here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so Detective Stein will be making two other appearances on the show. Uh, he's going to be investigating the deaths of both Kendra and Alan Finch. Uh, we'll explore his role more as we get into it, but uh, he seems to act not only as a vehicle to move the plot along, but also as the personification of Buffy's feelings of guilt. Um, they're drawing a very bold line uh, from Buffy's intentional killing of Ted to Faith's accidental killing of Alan Finch. Mm-hmm. Um, he isn't just a police detective uh, telling Buffy that it doesn't look like Ted hit her very hard. He's Buffy very, Buffy's very human conscience telling her that she didn't kill Ted in self-defense because he didn't really hit her very hard, considering that she's a vampire slayer. Oh, yeah. Well, and also the framing of this. Yes. Uh, it looks very... Um... I can't remember what the trope is called, but it's essentially a comic book frame indicating a Mephistopheles type conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what it looks like. It looks like a comic book frame, like how you can see even his hand shadowed in front Mm -hmm. of her and she's in light. Um, But it also has that, you know, like angel demon on the shoulder. Yes. Talking to you feel. Absolutely. It's a a, a turning point of some kind. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, So Buffy says she doesn't bruise easily and he asks if she's been hit before and she confirms that she has. Which he drops. He just goes right over that yeah. one. So he's he Sunnydale PDs that one. Um, <laughs> who hit you, uh, minor child? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Was it your mom? Was it your dad? Hello. Yeah, like, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh no, she might be bi. Let's not talk about yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> We've got a queer here. We don't care if she gets hit. She deserves it. Uh, he clarifies that it wasn't by Ted uh, because he never hit her before that night. Uh, Buffy is freaked out and frustrated and says she told him what happened and she doesn't know what they want her to do since that, that since she didn't mean to. And she can't quite finish the sentence. Um, I think it might be because she, she did mean to, uh, but it could just be that she doesn't want to say the words kill him. Mm-hmm. I'd say 50-50 on that one probably. Uh, Detective Stein says that he believes her and that things got obviously got out of hand and that Ted's a big guy. He gives her a little smile and Buffy looks horrified that she's going to get away with this. Yeah. Um, in the overlapping voiceover, we hear Joyce asking if uh, Buffy's going to be charged. Detective Stein says that she won't unless it turns out that Ted didn't hit Buffy and, and that Joyce should take her home so they can get some rest. Uh, Joyce does indeed take Buffy home in complete silence. And here's here's where apparently you're in my head or whatever. Uh, so, um, you know, my, my one question that springs to mind would be, hey, kiddo, so I'm just wondering how you became Bruce Lee since I've never paid for any martial arts classes for you. Because <laughs> seriously, doesn't... <laughs> Jinx. So, because <laughs> so, honestly, I mean, that was not... <laughs> I've never taken any martial arts classes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could not kick somebody like no. that if my life depended I've on it. I've taken a lot of martial arts classes, and I don't know if I'd do that it good again. It was pretty good, right? I mean, those yeah. were some... Yeah. So, Buff, so apparently Buffy being 
Bruce Lee. It's it's, yeah. like, it's like fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Joyce is in full denial mode. Uh, <laughs> she also apparently let Buffy go to school the next day, which okay, it That's wouldn't a weird it wouldn't be my choice. Well, even probably Buffy, she just left. She probably just like walked out the door to go to work and like didn't even probably. bother waking Buffy up or feeding her or anything. Probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, Buffy doesn't need to eat or anything. <laughs> I mean, you know. Even if Buffy wanted to get out of the house, it, I probably wouldn't let her, but, you know, whatever. No, I'd, whatever. like, stay home. But, I, I mean... Get a therapist. I take more care of my fish in my aquariums. <laughs> <laughs> the choice does to Buffy most of the time. Yeah, your fish get food. <laughs> they do. They do? They do get different kinds of food, depending wow. on what kind of fish they are. What? No. <laughs> they all just get milk and older milk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh buffy is naturally wearing the denim overalls of moping but with an, an added touch of the one girl in all the world black shirt <laughs> <laughs> it seems that everyone in school has heard about the ted incident at least that's how they're looking at her uh xander asks if buffy is okay which is a very good question xander and nice work with that uh willow asks why buffy is at school in the first place which is an even better question yeah <laughs> uh buffy says she couldn't stay at home because joyce won't even look at her no surprise oh, there, there but yeah so she stayed home she didn't go to work just but like, you know, but no surprise there. But yeah. you'd think that Joyce would be acting different from how she normally is. <laughs> yeah. No, she's sorting Tupperware. She's still she's still not looking at me uh, yeah. for the last like year and a half. Uh, so Willow asks what happened, and Buffy is still very honest, saying that they had a fight and she let him have it. Apparently, the paper reported that Ted fell, and Buffy says he did fall rather hard, actually, and a lot. Uh, Xander asks what Ted was because her friends will always think that Buffy is the perfect superhero. Mm -hmm. And the look on Buffy's face, beautifully, beautifully acted by Sarah Michelle Gellar, tells him Ted was a human. Uh, Willow insists that Ted must have started it, which means that it wasn't Buffy's fault. And Buffy clarifies for her spirit, who is still on the immature side, uh, that... <laughs> as we've been tracking, um, that it doesn't really work that way outside of the playground. Xander asks if Buffy is going to be charged with a crime, but Buffy doesn't know. Buffy lays it out. He was a person, and I killed him. Xander says that it was an accident, but Buffy says that she's the slayer, and she had no right to hit him like that. Xander says he knows her, and she would never hurt anyone intentionally. And I think he will continue to think this throughout <laughs> Buffy inten like intentionally hurt hurting a whole lot of people and other sentient <laughs> like, beings through the series, Xander, too. Xander, you were a prime target. <laughs> this happened. <laughs> Like, not physically, but dude, you were there. Like, she did the dancing thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? No, you're what? perfect, Buffy. <laughs> you're perfect. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> we don't practice these no, things. No, we don't. No, we, don't. we don't. We just show up. <laughs> we, just, like, we, <laughs> we do these. We, we watch the episode separately. We watch the episode together. <laughs> <laughs> we just start talking. We, we say the same fucking stuff. <laughs> Genetics. <laughs> Genetics, people. Uh, so nature versus nurture. Who knows? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> Both. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, he and Buffy aren't sure, though, if an exception to that includes someone who's dating her mom. Buffy doesn't really want to talk about it anymore, and she leaves. Giles finds her, uh, which... <laughs> Giles, get on it. Yeah, dude. I know. He does give her a great look, though. He, his, he's, like, he's being very sweet, but he does need to follow up a little. Yeah, well, yeah. he's got his own stuff. Her he mind is, has been elsewhere this whole Her episode. mind is so elsewhere. Yeah. It's preoccupied. Yes. She's preoccupied mm -hmm. in her mind. Uh, Giles finds her telling her that if she needs anything to let him know. More aggressive with that, Giles, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> the cops have been there, though, asking questions about her behavior. In the library, the tranquilizers have worn off and Xander assured Ted was up to something. Cordy is awesome, calling him out on liking Ted all of a sudden. But Xander says that 
that he sometimes likes things that are not good for him, meaning making out with her, obviously. But um, <laughs> that actually might be a tattoo he needs to get. Congratulations, Xander. That might be the most self-aware thing you will ever say in your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Xander says, there, says there's no way Buffy killed an innocent man, again, with the idolization. I mean, Ted wasn't innocent at all, but that's quite the assumption there, yeah. not not being around. Um, Willow would like to find a way to prove it. Uh, while search for, searching for a pen, Xander finds some of Ted's cookies. Cordy says that since Buffy's the Slayer, shouldn't she have different roles? And... Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll even yep. find out later that slayers do have different rules, though they're applied differently depending on who the slayer is, and strangely, inversely to how intentional the human death was. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weird. It's kind of strange, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so uh, Willow calls that fascist, and Cordy's all for it. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we have one of those? <laughs> I love her. Oh, then Willow says that Buffy isn't going to jail because it isn't fair, which isn't really a better argument. <laughs> well, it's very innocent. It's a very childlike, Absolutely. innocent. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, it's, it's adorably naive. Yes. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Giles, though, is pretty sure that the guilt is eating Buffy alive, uh, doing much more damage than the law is. And Giles, where is this awareness next season? <laughs> oh, right. It's only Buffy you care about. Great. Mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> Cordy, subbing in for the very distracted Greek chorus, points out <laughs> <laughs> points out how well Giles must be relating to all of this because of Icon. <laughs> Do yes, let's put, bring that up as often as possible. I think it's the line. I think it is. I love it. He goes very British. It's the Do yes. Oh yes. Do yes. No, yeah. No, yes. No. Do let's. No, it's it's yeah. Sorry. It's, oh yeah. Yes. Do let's bring that up as often as possible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Giles says he's going to be patrolling until Buffy is back in slaying shape. Uh, Cordy offers to help, which is so cute. It's so cute. You're, like she you she offered anything. to go help Giles on patrol. She could be bait. That's pretty Absolutely. much what Cordy can well, do. Well, that was Buffy's idea for yeah. what she should be. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is a this is a view of things to come for Cordy. Uh, Giles says that they should keep investigating and trying to clear bu- both Buffy's name and her conscience. Uh, Willow has only found good, positive, squeaky clean things on Ted, which frustrates her. Xander, however, is not frustrated. He's been eating cookies. He's all (laughs) super mellow. Willow is all over it and grabs cookie away from him, giving it a suspicious look. (laughs) At the summer's home, Joyce is continuing to avoid her daughter, this time by packing assorted bowls and things into a box. Buffy offers to help, but Joyce, who, judging by the stack of bowls that are not in boxes, is nowhere near finished, but tells uh, her she's done. Yeah. Um, Joyce continues to try to avoid asking if Buffy has homework, and Buffy breaks down crying and saying she didn't mean to hurt Ted. And I mean, she did. I'll give her a pass on not uh, not thinking through what she that she really meant to kill him because she was in full slayer at the time. Oh yeah. Uh, and and because he totally deserved it, deserved it. <clears throat> a lot. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Joyce says that she doesn't want to talk about it, but Buffy starts with "You have to know," and I think she was going to fess up about the slayer thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? But that's my own personal belief. Joyce, uh, possibly also thinking that Buffy was about to fess up about the Slayer thing, says, I can't. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. And she tells Buffy to go to her room. Uh, as we saw with Xander, the tranquilizers have completely worn off now. So this is all Joyce and her daughter is suffering and she can't or won't help her or even look at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is bad Joyce. Bad. 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 Yeah. 
Of course, she could also be going through some drug withdrawal. I could give her a tiny bit of credit there. Maybe. Xander didn't have it, though. Xander was just well, like... no, but he wasn't on it quite as long as she was. I mean, good point. He was probably bringing her, like, pasta salads and stuff at work while he was installing yeah, her software. That's a good point. So, okay, we can give Joyce benefit yeah, of that. so maybe, yeah. maybe just a little bit of, of just a, a, a come-down grumpiness. Okay. All right. Yeah. We yeah. got that. I'll give her that one. <laughs> In the science lab, Willow has found the tranquilizers. Xander is excited because this means Buffy is cleared. And the name of the tranquilizers, Snard, you found out something about that? One? It's it's Dematorin. So Dema, D-E-M-A, which is, that's how it's spelled in the captions anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not a drug. Looked it up. Not a drug. But Dema is a Russian name that means calm. And it's a Russian name of Greek origin. So that's some heavy homework on there. But it's yeah, so it's basically Calmatorin. Yep. Calmatussin. <laughs> calm, calm pills of yes. calmness. <laughs> I like it. Yes. So yeah, that was a, a nice little. And also, um, I believe Dema is also a um, some kind of OS, a Russian OS of some kind. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's like a Linux type. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where that came from. But. That's cool, though. Yeah, right? So yeah, it, it's it's like a dual purpose, and I understand why they chose that one. Nice work by yeah. the writers on that one. Totally. And also, like, demagogue. Yes. Yeah, from that same sort of a... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't entirely unapt. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Cordy comes in with the results of Willow's computer searching. There are old marriage certificates and an address. They rush off for Ted's place, and... Cordy is so trying to help and she's so adorable, but she, Willow has to st- run back <laughs> yeah, and get the papers. Get the papers on the way out with this very like obvious, like, I'm going to get these then. <laughs> <laughs> we can't expect two. Cordy is always yeah. graded on a curve and she's doing great. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. And we also see a little flicker that Willow still has feelings for Xander. Yes. Because yes. he's doing the like drugged up, I love you, you're awesome thing. Yeah. And she, and she gets this, all hopeful. Like, she's like, yay. Yeah. And like, she knows clarifies. she shouldn't, but. Yeah, and then he clarifies it's the drugs talking and her face falls and it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Giles is patrolling. He t- hears a twig snapping and shoves a cross into Jenny Callender's face. And Jenny <laughs> says, yeah, I get that reaction from men all the time. Yeah, me too, sister. <laughs> and it's so easy to win my heart with a quip. And she had me about five quips ago. <laughs> Giles asks what she's doing there. And she says she saw his car and wanted to apologize. She says how sorry she is for being harsh. And she knows how terrible he felt about putting her in danger. And he doesn't feel better at all because she's been around him for about 30 seconds. And now there's a vampire behind her. <laughs> <laughs> to her credit, she's pretty chill about it. She's just uh-huh. like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Really? It's been 30 seconds. <laughs> well, she's wearing leather. She'll be fine. She is, absolutely. Uh, Buffy is indeed sitting in her room. Um, she hears a noise, and by her reaction, she's hoping her mom is going to come up and talk to her. It's really sad. It was really sad. And you notice that she has the phone, like, she's been mm-hmm. trying to call her friends, who are, she doesn't know, are out trying to, to Yeah, they're trying to her. help her, but I think she's been trying to call her friends or Giles or anybody to talk to her. One girl in all the world, man. Yeah. Uh, so Slayers are not good at waiting. Uh, so she goes to climb out the window, and uh, that's something uh, Slayers are much better at, it should be noted, <laughs> climbing out windows, or jumping out of them, whichever. Uh, Buffy discovers that someone, she assumes her mom, has nailed her window shut, and then despite Xander's mention of jinxes at the beginning of the episode, she lay- lays a mega jinx on herself, saying that the day can't get any worse. <laughs> and there's Ted! <laughs> <laughs> She informs Ted that he died, and hey, you two do have something in common, Buffy. <laughs> you can bond. <laughs> he calls her little lady, so this is definitely Ted, and uh, says that she killed him. He's still in strangely overbearing dad mode and demands an apology. <laughs> Buffy asks what the fuck he is, and he says he's a salesman. He never gives up on something until he's got the commission or something. 
and he throws her across the room. In the park, the vampire goes after Giles and Jenny. Uh, she hops out of the way, which is what Giles should have done too, and the vamp tackles him. Uh, this is maybe an unchristian vampire because the cross isn't working so well. Yeah, <laughs> he gets he kind of flinches, but he's, he's but not like yeah. 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 Uh, so Giles hollers at Jenny to get his bag. She finds the crossbow, and she should be careful because this just might be the one with the hinky trigger that can gave Kendra so much trouble. <laughs> In her bedroom, Buffy is trying her damnedest to kill Ted again, especially since he's obviously not a human, and he picks her up by the throat, saying he had to shut down for a while to get her off his back. Of course, the rest of this episode will serve to absolve Buffy of every little shred of guilt she's feeling over the incident, uh, but it really shouldn't because it's all about intent. Uh, Buffy thought Ted was a human, and she killed him intentionally. The fact that he isn't a human doesn't really factor in, but Buffy will cling to that as hard as she possibly can. And it's, I mean, it's just kind of luck that put her outside of the murderer's club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Ted says it was pretty funny watching the intern's reaction when he got off the table at the morgue, Uh, but the time (laughs) for fun is over, and apparently the time for strangling has begun. Uh, (laughs) And Buffy, it's also probably time to find out if robots are sensitive to ball kicking. Um, (laughs) But she'll be much more ingenuitive. I've just got the, do everything. (laughs) Yes. yes. uh, There's a a time for robot ball kicking. Um, In the park, Giles is still struggling with the vampire and Jenny's still trying to get a clear shot. No such luck, though, because the vamp swings Giles around just as she pulls the trigger and she gets him in the back. Forgot it in the kidney area. Yeah, Yeah. not good. Uh, She's horrified, but Giles goes big time ripper and pulls the bolt out of his own back and stakes (laughs) the vampire with it. Which is the most badass thing we ever see on Buffy. It's up there. Like, it is one it of is the more badass things ever. <laughs> like, so seriously. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so nonchalant in the middle of this episode. It's like, oh, it's fine, like- you bastard. And wink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, how Jenny can keep herself from taking him right there on the ground, I have I no know, idea. Right? She seriously. has willpower. Like, her panties didn't burst into flames. I know, her clothes, she just should have flown off. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy in back with some levers just... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm naked now. Well, I guess that's why. Um, So instead of ball kicking, Buffy goes for a nail file and stabs Ted in the arm, revealing a bunch of wires and circuits. Uh, He says she isn't playing fair and all about fair play, that Ted. Um, (laughs) Another little mare. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Uh, Buffy stares in surprise as Ted starts to short out, going from his folksy sayings to his menacing ones. Uh, Joyce has come back upstairs with an empty box to fill with more bowls because she wasn't done with this at all. Joyce, you big liar pants. <laughs> She's as good at lying as Buffy is. <laughs> oh, I'm totally done with all these bowls that are sitting here. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. No. I am done with it. <laughs> she just like holds up a towel over them. <laughs> as you can see, there are not bowls anymore. <laughs> There are bowls behind the... No, there are not any bowls here. <laughs> These are not the bowls you're looking for. <laughs> Pay no attention to the bowls behind the towel. <laughs> <laughs> bowls, what bowls? Your bowls. Suddenly, you're now gone. <laughs> Seriously, go wash noises off. I really do, please. <laughs> Uh, Ted hears her from downstairs and knocks Buffy out with a really vicious kick to the face. He reassures Buffy's unconscious self that she shouldn't worry because he and Joyce are going to be very happy. Uh, Xander breaks a window at the address they found on Ted's old ad... Uh, 
Xander breaks a window at the address they found on Ted's old records and they let themselves in. Which I swear is the magic box, right? The window's different. The, but the rounded window isn't... Uh, the magic box has square windows, isn't it? No, it has the big round window in really? the front. Yeah. I mean, I, they probably just repurposed this because it's a really fucking cool room. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, but it's, I swear to God, this is the magic box. That'd be awesome. Gentle listeners, please weigh in. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's a clock on the wall that has Eddie's body shop on it. And definitely... <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> the chassis and everything. Uh, and it definitely has that kind of setup with the tools everywhere. Uh, Cordelia volunteers to check the back. And Cordy, you are so awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there could be vampires, any kind of fucking thing back there. It just goes back. So cool. Xander wants her to look for cookies, and Willow is offended until he says they're for evidence, which I don't know how much that would help. I mean, the cookies they already have aren't admissible in court, and I think the cookies in the shop or whatever would have been degraded or eaten by very mellow mice, but (laughs) I appreciate the effort. Yes. Xander's thinking stuff through. Very nice. And not under the influence anymore. No. He's Mm -hmm. clear-headed. Willow, Willow, Willow. Willow has found four marriage certificates for Ted, but not even one divorce. Well, I'm sure his wives were just living on a nice farm somewhere. Uh, then, uh, <laughs> He's much, a Mormon. Yeah. Much <laughs> to the delight of all of those of us who live in Utah, Xander says that either Ted was a Mormon, and this is uh, the most common of Mormon jokes, by the way, the polygamy, or, you know, he doesn't finish it, but we assume living on a nice farm. Um, yes, of course, you know. Just if if anybody's curious out there, because apparently there is a lot of ignorance, Mormons don't practice polygamy anymore. They don't. That would be the fundamentalist right. uh, uh, LDS. You, yeah, the Mormon church excommunicates you if you try to be a polygamist. Yes, yes. You have to go join the FLDS right. um, in order to be polygamist. We do still have a fair amount as a certain reality TV, TV show uh, informed mm-hmm. the public. Yeah, yes. but you get excommunicated. You're not a Mormon anymore. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. No polygamy in Mormontown. No. Um uh, Willow uh, has noticed the date on one of the marriage certificates, 1957. Yeah, that's pretty young to be getting married, uh, I would say. Yeah, even says- for a Mormon. <laughs> uh, we can play too, right? Since we live here? Yeah, I think yeah, we can. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Cordelia comes back from her search but hasn't found anything. Uh, Xander says that this place doesn't seem like a, a Ted sort of haunt, and Cordy points out that the rug seems out of place. Buffy's heart and spirit have picked up the slack on Slayer CSI. Yes, and her shadow self. Her shadow is self is working great. They're clicking right in on like that guy's outfit's bad. This rug is ugly. Yep, the fashion sense absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they picked up the slack while she's unconscious and her mind is wounded and distracted by a hot computer teacher. And they immediately know what a conspicuous rug means, and they pull it back and find a trapdoor. In the summer's home, Joyce hears footsteps and immediately assumes it must be her traumatized and guilt-ridden daughter. How do we know? She acts irritated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Joyce. That's great. Good job. She does, however, click into semi-parenting mode and still not looking at who she thinks is Buffy, apologizes and says she knows that Buffy didn't mean to, but it's Ted. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, she's very startled. startled. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Joyce is startled, as you'd imagine, <laughs> and Ted tells her that he was dead for six minutes and it's a medical miracle. Joyce asks why the cops didn't mention this, but Ted says nobody knew because he was at the morgue unconscious for almost a day, which would mean nobody could know about the six minutes of stopped heart. And yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me either, but Ted says he's great at sales and he does indeed appear to be. 
Yes, he's selling that line. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce has Sunnydale syndrome. She'll buy anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joyce hugs Ted, and it takes her a few seconds to remember that Buffy might like to hear this, too. Uh, <laughs> she reassures that t- Ted that Buffy never meant to hurt him. Denial, denial, denial. Uh, Ted says that Joyce doesn't have to worry about Buffy or anything because Daddy's here. Ugh. That's so gross. Ugh. That's like incestuous vampire relationship territory, Joyce. Ugh. It's gross. Yeah. Ugh. No, it's only hot when Drusilla calls somebody else daddy. Oh, it's, right. That's exactly. the only time it's yeah. hot. It's it's not not even when Spike says it's gross and yeah. and and, and no. if, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. No. Just and when Jealous Drew does could it. say it. And well, because Drew does it and it's yeah. it's like it's like it's like when Drew does it, it's so creepy. It flips around 180 percent. It becomes 180 degrees and becomes yeah. uh, kind of hot. Well, and it's also weird. when Drew does it, you're kind of following the Dom sub rules. Exactly. So, like, exactly. I believe a sub can call someone a daddy, but I don't think, I don't think that Doms can. I think it depends on their rules. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, it depends on. Yeah. But typically, a, a exactly. sub is the one who to determine a daddy. Yes. Uh, kind of. Well, and, and Drew tops from know. the bottom in a big oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As many subs say. do, though. Yes, well, it's, I mean, it's yeah. the nature of it. The subs always have power. Yeah, they have all the power. Yeah. It's just that they, they enjoy the uh, relaxation of having someone else call all the shots because typically subs are in control in the rest of their lives. Right. So they enjoy, you know, relaxing, as it were. Have to worry about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do reading. I don't know. I guess just that's my understanding. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've been with the same dude for how many years now? I know. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine Alex as a ruthless dom. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so sweet. He, There's no he, way. He'd quiz me. It would be quizzes. Yeah, <laughs> and who was in the underworld? <laughs> what did she take? No. <laughs> and, then, and then instead of like whipping, he would like berate me emotionally, but not like in. Like, <laughs> he'd just tell you jokes till you peed your pants. Yeah, that's that's what he'd do. Yeah, yeah he'd, <laughs> he'd make jokes, you laugh till you yeah, peed your pants. He would not berate me emotionally, like like in a a, a a bad sense. It would just be like, really, really, that's the one you come up with. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> like of all things, like you couldn't even like try this way. It had to be that way, huh? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> then he'd make you, you know, a mini pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah. um eat it bitch. Eat it. <laughs> Go buy me ice cream. I got you this for you. Got yeah. this for you. <laughs> so inside the trap door, well, I'll let Cordy sum it up. Uh feels like home if it's the 50s and you're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. She's too. not kidding no, at all. The set dressers went to town. They even have so the good. creepy like metal birds on the blinds yeah. and the bowling trophies and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Whoa. <laughs> so uh, Xander finds a closet, looks in it for a few seconds and is horrified slams it and tells him they're leaving <laughs> because you, um he just found ted's first four yeah. wives oh yeah Yikes. and i like that he doesn't call anybody else over no it's it's like, his it reaction is, is enough and mm-hmm. yeah yeah and we just go and does this play a little bit into our whole closeted metaphor at all do you think i'm not sure because it could have been in the bedroom he could have put it in the bedroom yeah i'm not sure yeah um it would work if Ted was a closet case himself, I guess. Well, he's a closet robot. He is indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Though. I mean, it just it feels like we should visit it as long as we're talking about. Being yeah, I mean, because because Buffy is a closet slayer, absolutely. Yeah. And then there's that. Yeah. Well, and it's and since our our bad guy of the week always reflects something that Buffy is struggling with. Very true. You know, and um, it would explain Ted's uh, anger over her closeted slayerness and other things mm-hmm. uh, that it represents. Um. 
And because he would know well, to look for a diary and to see if there were secrets in there. Yeah, and, and the thing that we hate most in others is the thing we hate most in ourselves. Yeah, so he has so. closeted dead wives, and, and she has now a closeted almost killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Yeah, no, I, I think there's mm-hmm. it's interesting. Yeah, and Xander yeah. goes straight for it. The heart says, what's in the That's closet? <laughs> they don't look for a bedroom. They don't look for other rooms. Like, it's just this one room, and then he immediately goes to the closet, which is also kind of like a, I mean, okay, we don't want to spend all the time looking through, but we could have cut away and then come back. Absolutely. But yeah, he, he does yeah. indeed make a beeline. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, does. I just, I feel like we're working on that metaphor, which is kind of massaging yeah. a little bit. That would definitely make sense. Yeah. Especially since they, they may not have thought they were explicit enough for the diary thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Ted is telling Joyce that he came back for her and he's going to make her super happy until she's locked in a closet to die or however that works. Um, Joyce tells him to sit down and that she would like to talk to Buffy first. And goodness, it's like the parental love kind of woke up all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. well, she suddenly is feeling protective. It's just like she was not that great of a parent in School Hard yep. until Spike was threatening Buffy. Right. And then she's like, grr, yeah, very the hell grr. away from my daughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And Spike yeah. will sum up with for us. Yes, later. Yes, yeah. he, <laughs> he respects that in a person. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so Ted flips out, not wanting to, uh, not Wanting to worry about Buffy, but about Teddy. Teddy died after all, and it's it's rarely good when someone starts referring to himself in third person. <laughs> Just a word to the wise, gentle listeners. If it's done ironically or with tongue firmly in cheek, it's all well. But if it's done earnestly, <laughs> you probably want to get start, start getting your things so you can leave. Yes, and if it's on a Tinder profile, just don't. Avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Joyce apologizes, saying she doesn't know what to do, and Ted says he'll tell her what to do. Well, that sounds perfect. Uh, Joyce actually <laughs> seems okay with this until Ted starts to short out, talking about gravy, and then offering to take her away where no one will bother them again. So... To the dungeon in a 50s, uh, to the dungeon of a 50s psycho where no one can hear you scream. Great. Yeah, Ted, hey. sounds like a date. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Joyce seems to have finally figured out that something is seriously wrong because even someone with Sunnydale syndrome up her ass can't ignore a dude actively <laughs> shorting out in front of her. She tells him that he, he should rest and he tells her she should stop telling him what to do. He doesn't take orders from women. He's not wired that way. In the park, uh, Jenny apologizes for shooting Giles with the crossbow, and Giles credits the layers of tweed for saving him from serious injury. And hey, that actually makes sense for watchers to wear tweed then. It does, yeah. Sort of like a little uniform. Yeah. Maybe um, some Kevlar line tweed would be better. Yeah, well, well and he, he says that tweed is better than Kevlar. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, I would go both. for actual Kevlar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because uh, then we we and Jenny see his bloody handkerchief, and she's like, hospital, now. <laughs> Note that Giles has no trouble taking orders from a woman. Oh, uh, yes. Isn't yes. That interesting? <laughs> yes. And you go, Giles, you sexy beast. <laughs> uh, Jenny isn't having any problems putting her hands all over Giles while she's helping him to the car, by the way. <laughs> Seems a little excessive for <laughs> helping somebody, but good for her. Uh, well, she, she starts she's laughing. Been uh, yeah. She, she starts laughing about how Giles really knows how to woo a girl back, and Giles laughs and owls and laughs and owls again. <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, Ted. The Slayer is awake. Just thought you'd like to know that your circuits are going to be smashed to tiny pieces soon. Uh, <laughs> Joyce has decided she needs a drink, uh, but she's realized she's negotiating with a psychopath of some kind. So she says it's celebrate. Ted wants them to leave. Uh, he turns up the creepy saying that Joyce is going to love the 50s version of the Well in Silence of the Lambs because <laughs> it's furnished just the way she likes it. Oh, 
I'm sure she's really happy about that now. Then. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Um, so he shorts out again, and Joyce offers to go pack, you know, elsewhere. Interestingly, elsewhere, upstairs, with her daughter. Yeah. Who may be superpowered and able to protect Joyce. Yeah, not um, trying to go outside, not running for a nope. phone. She wants to go upstairs where Buffy is, because yeah. Buffy is the fucking slayer. And <laughs> Joyce would admit it, but I think she knows. Oh, she totally knows. Yeah, especially after the Bruce Lee thing. Yeah. Uh, so he grabs her and says he already has her clothes. He probably just has to strip them off his other wives' mummified bodies and Joyce will be yeah, all set. But they're her size. They're always her size. Yes. Which makes me wonder if part of the feeding thing is fattening them up. Oh, so they are the right size. Interesting. Like, oh, you're really close, but I just need to fatten you up a little bit. Interesting. Because you know, beauty standards in the 50s were more voluptuous than they are now. But yeah, that's a yeah. good thought. Um. Yeah, he says he keeps bringing her back because husband and wife is forever. Yikes. Yes, and this is where my theory came from. Yes. Right there, I was like, ding. Yes. <laughs> Pygmalion. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and Joyce isn't digging this relationship anymore, which is okay, <laughs> because Buffy is all kinds of slayered up, by- <laughs> bypassing her usual method of twisting a lock until it breaks and just kicking out her entire doorknob. <laughs> oh, Ted, you are so very <laughs> fucked, I can't even tell you. <laughs> Although that door is going to be hard to replace, because those are mission-style doors, and that's going to be a pitch. <laughs> she, she doesn't give a shit. That means it's yeah. a solid core door, and she just fucked yeah. it really good. <laughs> so Ted hears the noise, because who wouldn't hear an enraged slayer upstairs when you've got her mom? <laughs> And tries to drag Joyce out. Joyce resists shaking off his arm, and he shoves her into a wall and knocks her out. Oh, good. Nothing for Buffy to worry about her mom seeing while she destroys you. Probably a bad move, Ted. Mm -hmm. Uh, He goes to pick Joyce up, and he hears floorboards creaking and goes to investigate. He tells Buffy to come out because he doesn't stand for this kind of malarkey in his house. She calls out to Uncle Teddy and wings him in the face with the cast iron skillet (laughs) and his mini pizzas we're so fond of. You go, Slayer. Well, she finally took some of his advice. (laughs) Except no substitutes. Uh, As he hits the ground, she tells him the house is hers. He gets up and she's rather surprised to see the extent of his electrical system, which is, is clearly exposed now. Uh, where his face has been peeled back. Oh, he's totally Terminator. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's good looking. Yeah, she asks. Uh, he asks if she'd like to play Parcheesi. Uh, she declines via smashing him in the head with the skillet again, <laughs> and that last hit, hit did it. And he shorts out one last time in a puff of smoke and probably a little whiff of ozone. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Buffy and Joyce are on the porch, finally having quality time. Fucking finally, Joyce. Yeah. Uh, Joyce suggests renting a movie, but none with horror or romance or men. Uh, Buffy suggests Thelma and Louise again, which is always an excellent choice, Buffy. And it will give you a chance to study up on production coding and other subtextual and textual (laughs) methods of depicting same-sex attraction. (laughs) Uh, Joyce tells her that she's still freaked out about Ted, expecting him to jump out at her. I'm guessing an anonymous tip led the police to Ted's 50s dungeon and his previous wives, because Joyce mentions all that, too. Uh, Buffy tells her not to worry, because Ted is on the scrap heap of life. (laughs) (laughs) And then the sideways look, the side eye. And the little furrow, or cute little furrow, her brow is so cute. Um, I like to imagine Buffy dragging Ted all the way across town by herself, because she was just that pissed off. Totally. Well, an angel can't help because he's still laid up. Right. I mean, I think yeah. she just grabbed him by his like the scruff and she's like, motherfucking fucker, fuck, fuck. And then like he's like sparks yeah. like, yeah, like dragging across the thing. I totally killed a person. No, I didn't. Fuck you. Exactly. You're a robot. I knew you were something, something wrong with Fucker. You. Yeah. 
<laughs> At school, Xander is recapping for us what they learned about the real Ted. He was dying and his wife left him, so he built a better version of himself. The new and improved Ted kidnapped the wife and kept her locked up until she died and then replaced her with newer models. Uh, by the way, the directory at Sunnydale High reads uh, at the bottom, have a great year and be safe. <laughs> nice touch. Yes. <laughs> uh, Willow says that the real Ted must have been a genius or just a misogynist who tapped into Hellmouth energy to make a robot. Uh, we'll be seeing <laughs> that again. Uh, Buffy's worried that Willow kept some robot parts and she sure did. Come in, it could come in handy if she had to make some repairs to a robot at some point. Uh, Buffy also says, and I love this saying and use variations of it frequently, uh, but it sure is conspicuous here, knowing what we know about future seasons, that Willow is supposed to use her powers for good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Willow says that she just wants to learn stuff, and I totally sympathize there. Uh, Cordelia wonders if she's going to build her own serial killer, and nope, but she might kill a potential one someday. Yeah. <laughs> um. Buffy declares that she plans to forget the whole thing and pick up right where she left off, and that's exactly what she does. And it has some very, very unpleasant side effects, and, um... <laughs> uh, that would be, I don't care. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they stop at the library door. Uh, Buffy declares that she's going to start needing to sound an air horn when she walks into a room because she almost busted in on her surrogate parents making out, <laughs> as Giles and Jenny are most certainly doing. And that's adorable, and we're really happy to see it. But right now, Buffy's surrogate dad, the guy who needs to be taking care of her superhuman slayer self, is as distracted as Joyce was with Ted. And Buffy really needs someone to go over what just happened with her. She needs her watcher right now, so she isn't able to forget what happened. Mm -hmm. And so. maybe be consoled that this right. happens. And he never really brings that up because it ended up being a big bad, so I... But he really needs to talk about it because really the intent to. is so important. Yes. Um, so here's the thing for me with this episode. Um, my problem is not that Buffy is out of control or even that Buffy tortures vampires or even that Buffy kills Ted. My own personal morality is a little odd. So I do kind of think that the world would be a better place if abusive fucks like Ted were given epic beatdowns up to and including the point of death. That's fine. So my problem with what happens with this episode is Buffy's reaction to it in the long run. Buffy's a bottler, we know. She declares that she's going to forget everything that happened, which is really, really bad when what happened is that she kind of murdered someone she thought was a human. Then she bottles everything that we've just seen to the point that she refuses to relate to Faith when Faith exhibits the same cries for help, as we've been ringing the bell, to indicate that Buffy does in this episode. Uh, that ends up being absolutely disastrous for both of them. And if you're wondering how this, this supposedly one-off episode resonates throughout the entire show, and how the fallout from it is is disastrous for Buffy and not just for Faith, well, I'm pretty sure that in The Gift at the end of season five, they were one slayer short. And the events of this episode are the reason they don't have her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yep, that's your throwaway episode there. Yeah, no such thing yep. as a one-off, man. <laughs> really so stop talking this this episode down. This is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty good. And John Ritter's so great. He's so yeah. great. He really is. Yeah. He's so amazing. And it's, I mean, it's a fun episode. It yeah, is. It is a fun episode. Well, it has a lot of interesting stuff going on. It really, really does. And I'm sure we missed half of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. <laughs> so, gentle listeners, you know, if you see some stuff we missed, please, mm -hmm. please send yes. us an email. We will do an addendum. Absolutely. For you. We will do, we will do, uh, we will collect all of these things and we will, we will do uh, either one gigantic addenda uh, podcast or we will do them as we get them. Yes. Well, and also don't stop with the reviews on iTunes, please. We are getting a few more. Um, 
But once we reach 10, I will be producing my music video now. Got the uh, the musician roommate on board with Aha. this one. Yes. We will be making a music video of me performing Night in Bangkok by Murray Head, the brother of Anthony Stewart Head, who plays <laughs> Giles. Um, I know it. It's great. It's a good song. It's a really good, song. A good song. I'm even going to play the flute part because I play the flute. Um, yeah. So you don't want to miss out on this. Everybody who's who's seen me perform this already at karaoke is really, really, really excited. Um, so we just need 10 reviews they can even be bad reviews we'd prefer good ones but you know honest we want honest, honest reviews. yeah we mostly just want honest i mean reviews. of course we prefer it if we were doing something that was yeah. fucking up you'd email us first and not do a bad review yeah. but <laughs> but you know because but, we do want to reply to feedback um right but yeah we just want i we just want reviews we just right. want to get on the radar so there actually yeah. is even a rating and we want to know if we're entertaining you yeah we really and, do and uh, it's not it doesn't cost anything the podcast will never cost anything no um no. maybe you have to listen to uh, an ad that we say ourselves mm-hmm. yeah but that's it so it does not cost <laughs> anything to put in a review and just be honest and let us know how we're doing mm-hmm. Yep, that would be fantastic. We really awesome. appreciate it, and we will reward you. And once we get up to fifteen, I have another thing in play, like in play. And when we get up to twenty, I will let you vote on what comes next. Oh mercy! So yes, you're a very <laughs> so brave person. So the more person. reviews we get, <laughs> uh, I have I have no shame. Well, you were None. an actor. Actors have no shame. Yeah, act- I have no shame. <laughs> I I am a former actor with no shame who karaoke's on the regular. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so we will let you vote when we get up to 20. And if we can get up to 50, oh, my God, we'll figure out something truly, <laughs> truly epic to do for you then. Um, so, yeah, just keep those coming in. We got a few more. We're going to start throwing them up on our reviews page. Yes. yes with a, alongside our not in all coerced reviews. They're, they're totally related. Yeah, and absolutely. Yes, and accurate. Very honest and accurate. Accurate reviews. Absolutely. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've talked this all to death. Yes? yes, we absolutely have. So this is After All, the Diogenes Club podcast, where all members are exceptional. Peace out, bitches. And scene.